0: Hey y'all. It's, I don't even know who we are anymore. (laughs) I'm just kidding. This is Girls in the Garage. I'm Lindsay. I'm Natalia. And we are back. It has felt like a long time. I mean, at least for us. I know we pre-recorded some, so for you guys, you may have heard us later on, but
1: we haven't been in here together in like a month. A hot minute. minute, But we needed a, we needed a like mental reset break after the last quarter of hell. Honestly,
0: all nine quarters put together, and now we are so excited to announce we are full-time in clinic. Let's go. What a rush, you guys. So seriously, if you need a chiropractor, intern, LOL, come to Mod 2B, where
1: we are. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Bring your kids. For
0: Natalia. Yeah.
1: Kids go to me, moms go to her. Unless you're pregnant, then we'll have to fight over you. Yeah. i up. (laughs) Oh. Perfect. What a good friend. So Lindsay does an amazing job at running our social media pages and like our Instagram specifically. And she put out a poll yesterday to see what the general want was on what we talk about. And um, understanding macros was actually one of the highest poll ratings or whatever you call it. And we both count our macros. We just want to dive in on what they are how you do it, and then what we do and what we focus on to feel the best. We both come from different ends of the spectrum on this. I am very much in the beginner phase of understanding
0: macros and trying to understand my body with macros. Natalia, I would say, is more on the expertise end of the thing. So oh. we are going to come with very Flattered. different views today, but I think it's important because we're all at different points in this, and I think getting to the basics is key to understanding what to do, and we're all learning together. so. What better way than to talk about it?
1: Yeah, I think it can be super overwhelming too, because honestly, you don't know where to start and there's a lot to learn. And the hardest part is, is everybody's body is so different. So like if you look at a standardized like macro calculator, sometimes that's just not going to serve your body because we all digest foods differently. We absorb things differently. So what works for Lindsay may not necessarily work for me. It is overwhelming to say the least but once you get started and we're going to talk
0: about how to start that today it gets way easier. All right Natalia so why don't you start for us and just give us a general what is macros for
1: someone who may not understand what that is. Yeah so a breakdown of what you eat can be um, broken down into macronutrients and micronutrients. Your macronutrients is the three main things your body needs the most right so that's fat protein and then carbohydrates. So, when we're talking about micronutrients, that's more vitamins, minerals, you know, the tidbits, if you will, which those are still very, very important, obviously. We can do a podcast on micronutrients. Right, but you don't get these muscles, baby, with vitamin A, you know what I'm saying? Protein. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going to break down what each macronutrient does and kind of the standardized amount that maybe you should aim for and why they're important. Most of us know that your body can make energy out of all the macronutrients, but it most efficiently makes energy from carbohydrates. That's your energy source, right? Your protein source is going to be really important for organ function, organ sustainability, And then obviously muscle build, muscle maintenance, if you don't get enough protein in, your body is going to use muscle mass first before it'll ever break down your adipose tissue, if that's your goal. So the whole thing with macronutrients is it depends on what your goals are. If your goal is to have a maintenance weight, then your macronutrients is going to look a little bit different than someone who maybe is trying to lean and lose body fat or gain muscle. So um, I'm getting really hot because I'm getting really excited, getting hot in here. <gasps> but that's nothing new. I'm always hot. I'm always hot and sweaty and whatever. Matt, you mentioned something earlier that I'm not sure everyone would know what it is, but yeah. when you say
0: adipose tissue, what do you mean by that?
1: Yes. Yeah, so adipose tissue is your fat cells that most of us really hate, but your body still needs them. Adipose tissue, fat cells, your body has a lot of Use for fat cells like temper regulation helps keep you warm. Whatever, whatever. There's different types of fat cells, but adipose is usually the storage of fat that your body will pull from. And so when you lose body fat, that's what you're losing. Net, everything you're saying is getting me excited. So I know the people listening are getting excited
0: because it's really important that you understand your body. We say this all the time, mm-hmm. and I think I'm at I'm almost 29. <sighs> R.I.P. However, I didn't learn about this until in school and I still felt like, what the hell is everyone talking about? Because my whole life, I've always been anywhere from the same weight to maybe 10, 15 pounds heavier, and then I drop it. Like, I've Mm -hmm. always been that type of body, so Mm -hmm. I've never really cared what I put into my body. However, it is so important, and I think I'm learning that lesson right now in the last, you know, couple months where I've really been, like, hyper-tuned on this, about how my body feels when I eat different foods, and, like, the amount you need to create yeah. that energy because I was so low energy for so long. But I think for me personally, I am a carb lover. Like mm-hmm. L O V E R, all caps, exclamation mark, give me all the potatoes. In every form. Right. But I was Same. never I'm I'm not a big protein person, so like it was hard for me to get what I needed and what my body needed because then when I was in the gym I'm like, why can't I tone? Why can't I do these things? And it's because I was, Mm -hmm. my ratio was off. Right. Right. So it's important that you're saying this because it's like, I'm even picking up on things when you're talking about
1: this because we need to be hyper aware people. It's true. It all starts education and you know, we don't, people just don't know. I would say if you're wanting to start, so we're going to talk a little bit more on losing. I feel like that because people focus on that the most losing body fat and gaining muscle or toning. That is what we're kind of going to focus on a little bit more today. So a lot of the time, people will start with counting calories, and that's not necessarily bad, but calories, there's a lot of empty calories, meaning you're not really getting any nutritional value. They're kind of just garbage to your body, like it kind of just disposed it or it's like heavily toxic or whatever. So it's a little better to count macronutrients because you can focus on what you're getting and you can make sure that your body is getting the right amount of each thing, right? You're not getting um, too much of one macronutrient. You want to have a balance of all three in order for your body to like function the way that it's supposed to. I would start with protein. Protein is super important and it's also the only macronutrient that is thermogenic, meaning it takes your body energy to break it down. So that's really good. So the more protein you eat, the more your body's going to have to spend, you know, in energy to break it down. Thus it's pulling from adipose tissue if you're in a caloric deficit. So I would say starting your mornings with lots of protein That is something we both strive for. Protein is going to keep you satisfied and full longer. Mm -hmm. And also, if you don't get enough protein in the morning, your body is going to prioritize organs first before it ever goes to muscle mass. So if you're not getting enough protein and your goal is to build muscle, protein you're eating at first is not even going to your muscle mass and your body's actually going to pull um, from your muscle mass in order to make energy before it pulls from adipose tissue so our goal is to get usually the goal is to get over 25 grams of protein that's kind of like the standard cutoff to where your body will start to prioritize more muscle mass after organ priority so 25 I like to aim for 40 grams in the morning what do you aim for Girl, I aim for that's 30 long. but yeah <laughs> 40, you go,
0: girl. But I can't do it without,
1: like, a protein shake or, you know, whatever. I know for me personally,
0: I, my boyfriend and I have been playing around with meal prepping for breakfast, Mm and he's found a way, I think he says he gets 60 grams in the morning, Mm -hmm. but he's trying to bulk right now and, like, you know, build muscle and stuff, so he wants that, which is great, because he knows his goals, Mm -hmm. he knows his body, he knows where he wants to be. Versus me, I don't eat breakfast typically, so my goal was just to get a satisfying breakfast with tons of protein. To start small. So right now it's three eggs um scrambled, which each egg is about six grams of protein. So three times six is 18. So that's 18. And then I have a Chobani um yogurt, yep. which is good. And that is yep. 12 grams or 10 grams. No, I think it's 12. So right there, that hits my, my goal. I think it's 32 after that, if I did the math correctly. So that's what my breakfast has looked like, or I just do like some kind of yogurt because typically yogurt has a lot of protein in it, like Mm -hmm. the Greek yogurt and stuff, Um, but it's just as simple as that, and I feel full.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of ways. You kind of have to play around what's best for you. If meal prepping is best for you and you want to make like little egg cups or turkey bacon or whatever you got to do, there's collagen. You can put in your coffee. Collagen is protein. It is made up of peptides, so your body's going to utilize it as protein. You can put that in your coffee. It dissolves. We do that, and we love it. Protein powder, you can put protein powder in your coffee as, like, a creamer. It's what I do, and I love it. And you really honestly don't even, like, if you get, like, a, you know, like, a maple-flavored protein powder, it tastes delicious and yummy. And some, to go
0: off that, too, there's some coffees that put protein in there now, like, Mm -hmm. already. Like, I bought these Black Rifle Company ones from Sam's Club, and it has 7 grams of protein in their,
1: like, little coffee thing. I don't know how
0: to describe it, but it really energizes you.
1: I really think that that is the best way. So it's also when you start your morning really strong with protein, if you struggle with like binge eating when the sun goes down, hello, that would be me. Especially when I'm on period, I'll just like, like, don't even, it's, it's crazy. Anywho. If you start your mornings off, I, this happens with me, like I notice it, but a lot of dietitians say this, if you start your morning off with a lot of protein, you're going to be satisfied throughout the day. And then when that nighttime comes, you are not going to want to binge. And I've noticed that, like if I, if I get like under 20 grams of protein in the morning, I notice that at night I have really weird cravings for like sweets and whatever. So prioritize protein. Usually what they say, if you don't know how many grams you should get, a really good rule is to say goal weight is 130 pounds, right? So then this is just a generalized rule tool, by the way, you can do how you want. You want to be 130 pounds, that's your goal weight, you're going to go ahead and eat 130 grams of protein, you're going to prioritize that. So I try to prioritize 150 grams of protein every day. I don't know, do you set like a, mine's at 130 right now. Yeah. And let me
0: tell you guys what, that sounds so easy to hit. It's not. I am struggling. I've told yeah. Natalia this time and time again, I'm like, I need to figure out ways to hit my numbers because I'm lucky to hit over a hundred, but I'm even more conscious of like mm-hmm. what I'm eating and trying to find those
1: numbers. It's just hard to hit. It sounds easy, but you're, it's hard to hit those numbers. No, it is. I would start aiming for just a hundred grams of protein. And then add on from there. And I like the rule of thumb of that you don't take away things, you add things. Mm -hmm. So in the mornings, eat your normal breakfast, but like add in a yogurt or add in some eggs. Add in extra protein and throughout the day, prioritize a protein snack versus a cupcake. You know, like... I think when I'm craving something really sweet, a go-to thing for me, it tricks my brain, is I
0: make a smoothie bowl or a smoothie because Mm -hmm. then you put it into this bowl and you can do, like, coconut flakes on top or granola and it just looks satisfying. But really, if you put a scoop of protein powder in there, you can do some PB Fit. Yeah. Um, What else can you add that has a little bit of protein? You can do, like, collagen, all that. You can add all those things. And then you're looking at this bowl of something super yummy to you because it's all your favorite fruits with beautiful toppings, maybe a little bit of maple syrup or honey. Your brain doesn't know the difference, but in your brain, like you're getting that satisfying sweet flavor mm-hmm. that you wanted, but you're really heading towards your goals.
1: You kind of just have to play around with it and how you feel the best, but I think protein is like the most important macronutrient. It's also important for like mood stability and hormone regulation, hormone health. Protein super important.
0: This is why in our previous podcast if you haven't listened where we talked about intermittent fasting for women this is why it's not the greatest for women per se because we need breakfast especially a high protein breakfast to help our hormones and all that regulation our mood mm-hmm. women really need that just because we got a lot going on you know like <laughs> hello so make sure that yeah. if you haven't listened to that episode go listen but then you can tie it into this information because this is one of the reasons why breakfast is so important, not to mention getting that high protein during breakfast. It's the most important meal.
1: Yep, agreed. Just to name like a few protein sources to give you some ideas if you are struggling with what you want to use for protein. Lindsay already said this. Yogurt is great, eggs are really great. Turkey bacon, bacon, any meats, honestly, like knock yourself out. Shrimp. Shrimp is really great. Scallops too. You oh, can taught me that one. So good get yourself a protein powder. Be mindful though of all the additives. You really want something that doesn't have a lot of like artificial flavoring colorings. We've talked about that before. Try to get natural ingredients. If it's natural, you should be okay. Anything else? Protein, high protein. Chickpeas. Chickpeas have a lot of
0: protein. So do some hummus. That's been my go-to snack. I bought those little hummus cups and dip them in like your favorite veggies or you know pretzels or whatever you have that's a good source
1: yeah and just be mindful again just add add stuff in if you want a bowl of oatmeal add a scoop of protein powder That's what I do Mm -hmm. and then you can have you can satisfy what you're craving but you can also just add extra protein in there um same with the collagen that Nat talked you can literally add collagen into anything
0: like I made a cup of tea this morning and so I mixed a half a scoop of collagen into it just because I wanted to get a little bit extra protein in it yeah but you can disguise it in a lot of
1: things you can't taste collagen you mm-hmm. can't we use the vital peptides right it's like vital protein vital proteins you can get it off amazon you can't taste it it's it's flavorless mm-hmm. so that's a really good way to add protein into your diet
0: gotta play around with it mm-hmm. and i mean as we keep tweaking ours we'll let you guys know but those are just some of our favorite sources if you have a better one or more to add let us know so we can add it into ours
1: <laughs> yes please do but let's talk you wanna
0: go carbs or you wanna go fat?
1: Let's go carbohydrates next.
0: We love carbs. We love carbs. Alright, Nat.
1: So what is carbs? So carbohydrates is what your body uses as an energy source, right? Glucose falls under carbohydrates. This one, people kind of demonize carbs a little bit. And Like carbs isn't necessarily what makes you fat, and excess in any macronutrient can make you fat. Like your body is getting too much energy, so it's going to store it for fat. So don't like overcomplicate it. Your body still needs carbohydrates. I aim for about 130 grams of carbohydrates. Again, it depends on where you want to be, but you still need energy. And I would say that if you're like you're on a fitness journey, you're on a health journey, and you're you're tracking your macros. And you're feeling super tired and fatigued all day, you have low energy, and you're not recovering well from the gym, like you're just sore all the time, you're probably not getting enough carbohydrates. So, again, you have to play around with that sweet spot of what is gonna be best for you. But I would shoot around 130 grams. What do you shoot around, Do you know? I think mine's like 100 110- and. 15 or 110 or something. So, I would say anywhere from like 100 to 200 grams, depending on what your caloric value is that you want to intake. It just depends on what your goals are. If you're trying to put on muscle, you're going to want extra carb intake and extra protein. Like, those are probably going to be the two most important. There's different sources when it comes to carbs. So, you have simple carbohydrates. And then you have complex carbohydrates. You kind of want to steer more towards complex carbohydrates. Those are kind of going to keep you full longer and they're going to sustain you. Complex carbohydrates such as like rice, white rice, brown rice, whatever you want to do. Um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, you go right ahead. I, We love potatoes. Those are a
0: staple in our house.
1: And again, potatoes seem to be like, a people are, I don't know. I, I, like, I always hear, like, people don't think potatoes are good for you, but, like, they actually have a lot of minerals and vitamin properties in them. So, honestly, that is a great source. Like, who cares if they're starchy? You know what I'm saying?
0: And they're good in every form.
1: They you are want it good. mashed. You want it chopped. Yeah. You want it baked. Yeah. What? There is nothing wrong with a good old potato. Obviously, we're not talking about McDonald's fries, you guys. Okay? We're not talking about Krispy Kreme donuts, though that is good. Your body can't do shit with that. And you're going to feel like crap later on,
0: remember? What you feed your body is how you're going to feel. So mm. if you eat like crap, you feel
1: like crap. That brings me to my next point. When we're talking about simple carbohydrates, sugars, right, you want to steer away from processed, shitty-ass sugars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want natural fruits, honey, pure maple syrup. Those yeah. are our go-tos. You can literally sweeten anything with them. And your body is going to get more nutritional value, more vitamins, more minerals from those. I would try to, like, make sweet stuff. We have been like kind of baking more mm-hmm. and instead of using um just regular granulated sugar I either use honey or maple syrup and you honestly can't taste the difference a lot of time it tastes so much better so much better and then I even experimented
0: a couple weeks ago one of my res- er, recipes called for coconut sugar mm. which isn't the terrible like it's not terrible for you yeah um but it was good too so and I heard um Someone's using it. I can't remember who told me. The monk fruit. Have you seen mm, that yeah. one? I've never used it, but I've yeah. heard really good things about the monk fruit uh, sweetener. It's yeah. like a good alternative to sugar.
1: Yeah. So if you've tried it, let us know. Yep. Coconut sugar. Coconut sugar is great. So be mindful of that. When we talk about carbohydrates, we also need to hit on fiber. Some people believe fiber is amazing for you and some people believe fiber is not. I am a little more on the spectrum of that you need fiber, just because I notice it with my digestion. If you struggle, we've talked about fiber poor and gut health. Fiber is what feeds, depending on what type you're talking about, there's so many types of fiber. But fiber feeds your microbiome, and that is important for your body's function. So you still want to prioritize fiber intake, that being from vegetables, from fruit, you can play around with that.
0: Don't be scared of carbs either. Like just understand what you're eating. Like yeah. Honestly, you could eat everything you love as long as you're Mm -hmm. aware of like your amount you're eating, what Mm -hmm. time you're eating it. You really don't this isn't about like I think a lot of people when you when we talk about what we eat, people think I can't have this, this, and this. No, you can still have it. Like and I've had this conversation with my dad because my dad is stuck in his ways, which is great. Yeah. But I just had him flip it around in his time of the it. it Like, oh, no, you should eat that in the morning because it's going to keep you sustained longer. And then you're not going to be awake as long, you know. So you can still do what you love and eat what you love. And don't yep. think of it as a restriction. Just think of it as a modification of how you're already doing things. Like, right. You're
1: just switching things around, a little, changing your routine. Yep. So don't don't be discouraged. Do not take away. Add into. So like Lindsay said, don't. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't start restricting. This can be overwhelming. Carbs are not bad. Your body needs carbs to function. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Take a biology class. Your body needs carbohydrates. Last but not least. But, um, let's
0: go talk fat. so, facts. Facts, facts. Facts about fat. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, this is our final one. And this one's important too. And I think a lot of people, when they hear fat, they think... I can't have that because mm-hmm. my body's just going to get fat. That's not how it works.
1: That was like an old wives' tale that yeah. they made up in like the 80s or 90s. I don't know. I wasn't born yet, and that's like that. She makes it seem like it was so so long, long ago. ago, guys. I made the 90s by like a week. Okay, so I can still say that, right? Yeah. Anyway.
0: So there's different types of fat, and Nat's already talked about this, right? So we have, like, our adipose. We also have the fats that our body needs, right? And I actually have a fact here that this is specifically for women. A minim, This is what I found. A minimum of 50 grams of fat per day for women, especially because we have a menstrual cycle. We need this fat for hormone balance. We do. So it, you can't be scared of fats because literally our body is asking us to give us fat. Because we need it to help break down different processes in our body. So
1: we need to change that narrative in our brain, okay? You kind of have to play around with this. Some people like having a higher fat content in their diet when they're talking about macros. And some people can't handle it. I have to stay around 50 to 60 grams. I usually am 60, 65-ish. But when I get over that, I don't digest them well. So again... You have to play around with where your macronutrients sit because sometimes it just doesn't agree with your body and then you have to up your carb intake or whatever. So that's interesting because a lot of
0: people have great results doing the keto diet. So Mm -hmm. if you're curious about fats and all that, maybe look at the keto diet to see what fats can do for your body. Personally, for me, Mm -hmm. I have a sluggish gallbladder and a not great liver. So sometimes if I overdo it on the fats, I have a hard time breaking those down because those are two primary organs that help break down the fat content you're eating um, So sometimes it can be a little bit more painful for me in that area, but we're getting better. So that's something important to look out for too, because I know my mom also has that, and sometimes she said she can get like a burning
1: feeling. So be yeah. cautious of your body with you know right. the different intakes you're getting. But yep. don't get your fat in. When we talk about what sources of fat are, there are good fats and bad fats, and we kind of know that. But when we talk about fats that you should be eating, we want to stay a little bit more. Now I'm kind of talking. Okay, you want the general rule is you want more unsaturated fats. That's like olive oil, avocado oil, stuff like that that has an omega-3 property. The avocado oil and olive oil is usually your best bet. Olive oil is not really something that you should cook with. It doesn't do good with high heats, and you can mess up the molecular properties of it. It's really great for like salad dressings, stuff that you're not really cooking on a high heat. And then avocado oil is a little more stable to um, cook with. And then that's going to have a lot of good properties that is unsaturated. You can look up a few others and play around with it. And then we want to talk about saturated fat. So that is like your butter and your coconut oil. A lot of dairy products, animal products have saturated fat. Now people love to also demonize these, but we're a little more on the spectrum of that your body needs it. And actually butter is the most... Heat stable fat that you can cook with, meaning it doesn't change its molecular property when it's at a high heat range. So,
0: we love butter in this household.
1: We yes. love your butter
0: like nobody's business.
1: Grass fed is the best, obviously. You want to get, you don't want to get shitty butter, you know, and it's gonna taste like crap. But anyway, fat is also a very important micronutrient. Like Lindsay said, you need it for hormone regulation. It's so important as women to make sure you're getting healthy fats. If you get the bad fats, yeah, that's just going to feed into inflammation. Processed sugars and bad fat is just equal for you're going to be so inflamed and you're going to feel like crap and that's kind of where you run into problems. So just kind of look up what you're eating and what types of fats you're consuming. Also, trans fat, you stay away from those. They're bad. No, no. No trans fat. Plus, be careful too when you're reading labels because
0: I believe in America, don't quote me on this, they can now say zero grams of trans fat. As long as it's below like a certain amount. They're allowed Mm -hmm. to put none in the label. But when you read closely or you do your own research, they really have a low enough amount that it can constitute to zero, even though it's not zero, if that makes sense. So just know before you go, try to – what I've been doing is making a list of items before I go grocery shopping rather than going grocery shopping blind. And I have a Jamin who reads every single label known to man. And we Mm -hmm. spend hours in the grocery store, which I'm grateful for. Just know before you go and be aware. And
1: yeah. That's why you just really don't want to even mess with processed foods. Everything's processed, obviously. But if it grew on this green earth, like we say, just you're good. You are good. Stay away from the fake stuff. Throw in a few avocados. Those are a good fat. Oh, so good for you. So good for you. There are ways to calculate and track your macros, which is something that we both do because it's really important. If you have nowhere to start, I would say set a, now this is going to be based off your basal metabolic rate, which is like how many calories you're burning, your body burns and needs without you doing anything. So that's just like, your body's function. Once you start adding on exercise, movement, whatever, then you can get like a base. But usually people's basal metabolic rate, like mine's at 1400 calories, I'm pretty low. So it just kind of depends, you can kind of like calculate that or do like body scans. If you don't know, go online and search up macrocalculator.com. Now this is very standardized. So again, it's probably you're going to need to modify it a little bit. Type in your information. It's going to give you an estimate macro, like what you would what you'd want to shoot for for like a maintenance for weight gain, and then fat loss. And so that can give you something that you can start to play with. Lindsay and I both use an app called Chronometer, which okay, real quick. Maddie put us on that. She was right. It's so much better. You know, I was using Fitness Pal for like the longest, and those those little turkeys wanted to make me pay money to keep using it. Like. No, why do people? You, okay, sidebar. Why, Lindsay? Why do companies do that? They because let you they use it for money. so long. I ugh, get it from somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a val—I should be a valued customer. I've used yeah. it for years. So we recently started using Chronometer, and it's so easy. You can scan the barcode of your food, put in how much you're getting. Oh, that reminds me. Y'all need to get a scale. You got to get you get a scale on Amazon, a food scale and it'll tell you grams, ounces, and just weigh everything you're eating to make sure it's so much better than using a measuring cup because it's, like, the exact gram Mm -hmm. of what the serving size is. Get a scale. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Yeah. I've been using a scale for a while now,
1: and it was overwhelming at first, but once you get it down, shh, cake. Yeah. Weigh your food. You know how to put it in in the chronometer. Chronometer breaks down – um the macronutrients how many protein you're getting how many fats carbs and then it breaks down which I love it breaks down all of the micronutrients the vitamins the minerals stuff like that so play around with it just if you don't know where to start just start tracking what you're eating now then you can look at like maybe if you want to tone up a little bit and lose some body fat decrease your calories like a couple hundred calories and start with that. Start with that. Increase your protein and you just keep playing with it. You have to eat enough. You just can't overeat. Mm-hmm. So feel your bodies. Yeah. Start simple. That's what I have to do. I'm still in my simple phase where with the
0: chronometer, I'm just checking my protein numbers because the rest were just overwhelming me every day. Like I give myself a little gold sticker in my head. If Okay, you hit your protein goal today. Or okay, you did better than yesterday. And then once I get the protein amount down for my body, then I'm going to focus on my carbs and my fats. I'm still making sure I'm getting those numbers, but I'm not making sure like they're my target hit. Because for me, I just need to take one thing at a time. And I needed to really prioritize protein for myself. So that's where I started.
1: That's a great – that is a great tip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't know where to start, just start getting protein. Get over 100 grams. And I'm telling you, it's so much harder than it sounds. Especially, I feel bad for the people who don't like or just choose not to? Nothing wrong with it, but choose not to eat like dairy products, which or that meat. can be issues or meat because that is like that is there's so much protein in that stuff, and I I could not do it if I didn't consume that. Again, though, if you don't eat dairy, it's okay. There are other ways to do it. Mm-hmm. If dairy just inflames you, no shame, baby. You can still make it happen. There's like vegan protein powders. You got to mm-hmm. play around with it. Anything else you want to add? I I feel like I talked a lot. I apologize. No, I just she's so passionate about it. She's actually has like inspired
0: me to be more like mindful of my own. So I'm
1: I'm happy that you spoke you spoke
0: your word today, baby. I
1: am like I just like have butterflies. Yeah, you know when things just make you just joyful. Also, I think it's because I struggled with like just, like, doing a limbo for so long, and, like, all these fad diets, and they're all just bullshit, you know what I'm saying? And when you learn, like, Lindsay said this earlier, and I'm gonna recap on it real fast, and then I'll shut up. When you, like, if you're craving something sweet, the thing I like about counting macros is it's, like, if I want a bowl of ice cream, I'm going to go ahead. I can have that bowl of ice cream and I'm going to count it in my macros. But then I know I have goals of other macros to hit, right? So it's like I satisfied what I was craving, which I think is super important. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should eat like shit all the time. But if you're really craving something, especially as a woman, if you were strict, restrict, restrict, it's just going to lead you to like say uh, screw it and just go ahead and binge everything you're, you were craving. So if you're craving something, eat it. Um, count it as your macros and then be like, okay, so for dinner, I need to hit this, this much protein. This is my goal. Right. And that's, it's an easy way to start. It's honestly the eighty twenty. Yeah. Because I'm going to take it back to
0: psychology. Don't deprive yourself of what you really want because it is important that you're giving your brain that satisfaction because you can become in a mental rut because it's like, especially with food, because it's so derogatory to some people mm-hmm. and such a downer because food has this weird... People have had this weird stigma around food because we were never trained what our body needs and how to nourish our bodies. So when you're stuck in a way or a pattern, it is so hard to get out of because our brain knows no different. Right. So it's important that you are rewarding yourself, but also giving yourself grace.
1: Yep. It all just comes down to the quality that you're putting in your body too. Like make sure you're just getting high quality fats, proteins, carbs, and you'll be set. You guys got this. It's not that hard. And also, if you want to know um, any additional information, you want to know what app we use, I know I said it, but if you can't find it, hit up our Instagram, message us. We're happy to help anybody who wants any information, any more information. Let us know how we can help you. We're always here for support. I'm going to be trying to be better about social media now that we have
0: more time in clinic. So if you guys have any suggestions, like we always say, we love feedback. Listen to all of our episodes. Give us a shout out. We see you. We love you.
1: Watch us on YouTube. Also, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, one more sidebar. I don't know if you guys know this, but we're really funny. I've realized that this last week. I was, you know, I forgot what we talked about and I went back and I was listening to episodes. I don't know why I'm so close to the microphone. But I was listening to episodes, and I was, like, laughing. Like, I just, we're funny, you know? I got a call from Natalia.
0: Lynn. I was like, yeah. She was like, we're so funny. <laughs> I'm like, are we? I just imagine. Imagine. <laughs> Okay, listen. This is why we are funny. Imagine you come to a clinic where there's two funny people. Me and Natalia got the opportunity to address two people Together, like two yeah. separate people with your one family. And we got to be in the room with each other. And it's just so great to know that you're mm-hmm. surrounded by somebody who knows you, appreciates you, gives you feedback. So imagine you want that environment. You better you come, come to see mod. Too, Listen, we okay? have fun,
1: okay? We laugh at each other. It's great.
0: Our mod mates are great.
1: It's true. So get in there, all right? Yep. Come see us. Laugh at us. Do what you gotta do. I just want you guys to know that I think we're really funny and I hope you think the same.
0: Love y'all. Bye.